It's September 23rd, 2017, and three weeks until a new patch. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease. Welcome back to Battle Crow, or Dota 2 podcast, and we're going to talk about Dota 2 on a podcast, because God knows there's nothing else to do in Dota 2 right now. Yeah, in fact, if you haven't started a podcast before, now would be an excellent time to start one. There won't be anything to talk about because nothing's happening, but also, on the other hand, you don't want to play the game right now because it's not very fun right now. I mean, maybe you want to grind solo cute, play Necro, play, what is it, Venno, another flavor Venno. of the week. Venno does pretty well. I don't know. It's fine. I, uh, I haven't actually yeah. played any Dota since we last recorded, I never realized. I'm back on my normal bike. Yes. I'm, I've returned to HQ after my, uh, my field trip abroad, a complete state away. So. Meanwhile, I got a Dota buff achievement for building Octarine Core on Venomancer since we last spoke, so I'm clearly embracing the cancer. That, that's an achievement on Dota uh-huh. buff? Uh, yep. Does it just like say, hey, you're a horrible person? Uh, actually, the name of the achievement is We Need Wards. It's a funny joke about being able to cast your uh, your plague wards even more often thanks to the benefits of an octarine core, which reduces your cooldowns. Man, we have so much to talk about. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> it's already off to a great start. Have you have you played any Dota? Yes, I have. I have played. I don't. I've actually played a decent amount of Dota. I just haven't had a great time. Um, yeah, I have played uh, almost ten matches. In the last week um a lot of party queue i played a game of ability draft oh um which was <sighs> listen i gotta put a boy on blast right mm-hmm. we have a friend whose uh online screen name perhaps is an observation of the state of the sun <laughs> oh, who no. was like we should oh, all no. play ability draft and then we played ability draft and he was li- and he like uh, like started getting bored and was like all right I'm gone peace and just bounced when it was his idea for us to play ability draft it just bounced on us I, I um, I've made a horrible mistake I mean to be fair the game was already safe to leave because one of their team had abandoned and uh it was the game was the choice of ability the game was bad it's hit or miss like sometimes you get a bunch of shitty skills. Sometimes it's hilarious, and you have like a ranged orb attack as a melee hero, and then sometimes everything is broken, which can be good or bad. Yeah, yeah. We had some. We had some broken stuff. Turns out Tempest Double doesn't work. Right, you can I've heard, heard Tempest talk about Double, that. but you don't have any spells, <laughs> which um, very useful. So that was that was a that was a bad. That what if you could create eleven of them? Would that be useful? What about twelve? You could mob people, and you could still use your boots and stuff. That'd sure. be, you know, well, any items, in fact. It's not Meepo. But, um, yeah, the the real kicker was that everybody's, everybody's build was trash. Everybody's build was trash, except for uh, their Winter Wyvern, who had Thirst and Ball Lightning and Mana Burn and Arrow. What the um, fuck? And she got hmm. some work done. That That so. does seem unique. Also, their Storm Spirit had Arctic Burn and Leap, which turns out is really obnoxious. Um, so, you know, it was just, is it was weird and not a great game. Um, yeah. Turns out Ability Draft is still completely busted and also not that fun. It's a fun idea, and it's fun for, like, the first, like, five minutes as you get used to the novelty, yeah. and then you're like, well, well, yeah. I have I have Degen Aura 
and flux and actually this is just kind of garbage uh i've watched a few of purge's replays that he posts on youtube and like those look like they can be fun it's but you have to like actually really think about what you want to get and like what would be good and fun which is like not your first impression yeah and you also have to plan around for the fact that people are going to take some of the stuff you want yeah right I had this big plan involving Overload, and then everyone took every low cooldown spell, and yeah. Overload was very useless. Yeah. So, you know, you got to prepare for these things. And you don't exactly practice, you know, your ability draft, drafting skills very much. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand the struggle. So let's talk about news, because, you know, there was news. Oh, yeah. Sort of. All sorts of news. Mm-hmm. So we talked about, I think, last time how Immortals, they bought MVP Phoenix's team. So now mm-hmm. they're Immortals. And, of course, his their CEO, uh, what's his name, Noah Winston here, did an AMI on Reddit. So there's a bunch of, you know, talking about why Immortals got into Dota and stuff like that, which we kind of knew from that article he did. But it, it was, I don't know. I don't know if you took a look at this. It was okay. It was, it was very, like, CEO talk. <laughs> like, uh mm-hmm. People asked him, like, hey, if your team keeps losing, will you keep them on? And he gave the very, like, well, we're focused... We're, uh, let's, let's see. Let's bring up the quote. Let me be accurate. Uh, we're focused on the process more than the results. It's the process you can completely control. Results are never fully in your control. And it's... It, it was interesting, but I don't know. I'm not... I'm not excited. I, I'm waiting to see results and see what they actually do because it was a lot of like, oh, we're trying to bring more content and that's why our team is going to be great because we have all this content and all this streaming. And since he's coming from like mainly running league stuff, I think for the most part, I'm just I'm a little skeptical waiting to see what XMVP mm-hmm. Phoenix actually does. There was one interesting answer I would like to repeat here, which is we talked about um, picking up MVP Phoenix specifically and why do they why do they pick that one, right? And here's someone asked that, and his response was, I'm going to summarize. He says they're looking for a team with uh, five things, right? They want a team with competitive potential. They want a team that uh, understands the importance of content and fan interaction, so they can have some, you know, like, engagement and sell merchandise, basically. They want a team that's willing to establish a North American footprint, because Immortals is a North American organization, and they don't want it to be like, we're sponsoring this team out in Korea, and they're just never going to come by here. Um a team that understood the impact of infrastructure, discipline, and coaching on competitive success. Yeah. Which is... So, that's very loaded. Uh, yeah, that's very loaded. Um, and then uh, a team that prioritized out-of-game growth, fitness, nutrition, mental skills, in addition to in-game growth. That last one is, I like, that's part of what I like about these organizations is, like, you know, like, sports psychologists and, like, you know, personal trainers and, like, look, you're more than just you, what you play in Dota. Um... And I like that about it. But yeah, that, that fourth answer about the impact of infrastructure, discipline, and coaching on competitive success, there's a lot to unpack there. And I feel like it's... It, it seemed I, like a very hmm. very businessy thing. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad he did this AMA. I'm glad you know people are interested in stuff. However, I mean, if it... It certainly is a good idea for an organization to provide stuff like this, like make sure that your players are actually healthy and stuff, because that's both good for your image, good for your players, good for you know your long-term results, most likely. But in the end, it's like, we don't know if MVP Phoenix, XMVP Phoenix, I'll just start calling them Immortals, are actually good, like in the, the new the 
this current pro landscape. So in the end, that's that's what matters. That's their business. So it it feels to me like an answer about like we wanted a team that like is going to respect our management almost. You know, like infrastructure and discipline yeah, is that, like it, hmm it, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 dangerous to it was, try and unpack this too much. Yeah, it was it was an answer, but and we'll I feel see. like I feel like I don't know. I feel like if if Immortals perhaps disbands, we're gonna come back to the that yeah. answer and be like, mm. but I don't know. Right now, we're just we're just talking out of our asses. So, yeah. what else is what's new? new? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's new. Navi is new. Navi is back. Maybe we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh their new roster crystallized and degener general Roger and Seneco. They've been <laughs> we have a little bit more to say about this later. They've been playing in a bunch of qualifiers, CIS qualifiers for uh let's see, we got the first two actual miners coming up. That's Starlighter Starlighters, I League, Invitational Season Three. All these really long games for everything, but uh, and then PGL's Bucharest Open, and they've they've been doing well. Like they've, I mean, they haven't they haven't lost to bad teams. That's what mm-hmm. we know. Yeah, and they've been playing some good ones. I'm, I haven't updated what I've been looking at, but they're going up against VP soon, or they have. Yeah, I think they did. I think they did, and I think they got two one. But no. like you know, it, hey. um, yeah, you know. I I think like honestly them just not like they don't need them I don't need them to be like on top of the world just them not being garbage would be yeah, nice yeah just like being in stuff that'd be great yeah I mean General's been making some great plays and you know yeah. I, and we know Roger's a great player and I I didn't know Crystallize before this but I've seen some stuff from him that I was impressed by so it seems like they've got they've got the pieces um hopefully they they can just get the cooperation done and, and you know pull together as a team and and make it happen yeah I who are they against. It was they were playing in some CAS qualifiers against I think Hala Ares, which is like a, a tier two, tier three team. And I was attempting to watch because there was no English stream in the Dota client on my poor old like five, six year old laptop, and it kind of was was dying. But I, I saw them make some some good plays. They were solid, you know. They were they were kind of crushing this lower tier team, but you know they were still making smart plays and stuff. So hopefully Navi's back. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's, let's put Navi is back is like the topic we come up with every yeah. few months. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> hesitant. Mm, yeah, you know. So, hope hopefully to stay at this time, but I don't, we'll see. We'll see. Um, the drama with Anna continues. Um, yes, XOG player Anna. More, more from. Um, what's his name? Why? Why can I not bring? I mean, his his Reddit username is Wobbly. I don't know his real name. Well, we'll just call him Wobbly, yes, because I can't remember. Wobbly posted basically, you know, typical thing that happens with all sorts of Reddit Dota drama, a bunch of chat logs about a bunch of stuff. And it, it mm-hmm. seems like, yeah, something, something kind of scummy is going on. <laughs> like, the fact that he wasn't compensated kind of, seems kind of sketchy. Yeah, his his side of the his side is seeming more and more like you know, Anna hasn't come out and said anything. No one representing Anna has really said much except for there's some chat logs of like, like managers of OG trying to shame this guy for asking for his money. Um, it looks it appears kind shitty. of yeah, and these at least, yeah. I would think if it's just total BS that it would have been you know called out already, but 
eh, it's not a good book. <laughs> That's for sure. No, no. I mean, you know, it's it's. I feel like it's less. It feels less pressing because, like, at least until now, it was like, well, Anna's not on not on a team right now, right? Yeah. Um. So it's like, oh, you know, talking about this player who's you know who's taking a break, whatever. But now it's like, well, also caught up in this is apparently the fact that OG management was trying to get this guy to just like break off the contract to quote unquote like preserve his self respect. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was a bunch of stuff that you don't. You don't want your organization associated with like that kind of intimidation into getting smaller parties to do what you want. Generally yeah, yeah, it's, it seemed really shady. Um, so you know, we don't we don't know shit, but this is uh this I feel like a case is mounting. Yeah. At this point, you know. So um, yeah. last week I I kind of was like I don't know this seems kind of shady and it's like listen. I didn't have all the facts back then. I don't. I understand. I. I don't think I was like completely out of line saying what I did. But today, seeing more facts, I feel differently, and I start to feel like, yeah, maybe uh, this 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 manager seems to be on the level, and uh, it yeah. seems like maybe he should get paid and apologize too. Yep. So, and it, I, I do want to say real quick, like just a, a little thing. Um, near the end, he's like, you know, whenever I get, if I get this money. I'll you know I'll pay my legal fees and then the rest goes to a charity of of r slash Dota 2's choice or a players only tournament, which like that's a gesture to generate goodwill from the community. Dude, keep your money. It seems yeah. like you earned it. <laughs> you should that. keep your money. It's like he gave um, up his daughter's bedroom for Anna and like yeah, yeah. Like, we don't know much about wobbly, but yeah, it's I I you service. know. You do you do you, man. You do what you think is best. But like, I if I were you, if I got paid this money, I'd be like, "Great, I'm keeping it because yeah. I earned it." Because yeah. it sounds like you did. Um, yeah. And folks, are you ready for a shocker? That's the only we thing. Are that's almost, <laughs> we're almost 15 minutes into this podcast, and we are out of news. And this is where we transition to the Should asymmetry post? update part two. Oh boy, they the fans were just clamoring for more, and now I, here it is. Yeah, I said last week. I said as I was putting this podcast, the, like last episode's podcast, up. I said I'm calling this asymmetry update part one in case we have to do this again next week. And you were like, <laughs> "Oh God, <laughs> just just hold our small amount of view, uh, viewers, gosh, listeners hostage, and every week that we don't get a new patch, because." You say three weeks in the new patch because we got a little, you know, Dota 2 update about it. It's a Valve time one month. That could be That's like true. 2019. Dueling fades. It'll... The fades between releasing the patch or not releasing the patch. So, okay. We have... Uh, I think we have two things for you for this part of the asymmetry update. We have a Venomancer Ags section. And then we have some new item ideas. Um, the new item ideas is going to... I have a lot of them. Um, which should we do first, Nick? Um, let's let's do our eggs. Okay, that'll go faster. Yeah. So I so have, I have two ideas. I also have two ideas. How about we alternate? Wow, what a good idea! Let me begin. Okay. My first is uh, it's called Venomous Gales, and Venomous Gale now has three charges. Uh, okay, well, I'll, I guess I'll go ahead and say my idea, which was uh, where Venomous Gale has three charges, you, and then also, <laughs> and then also, but I actually had another part to it, which was if you hit Venomous Gale on a target that has Poison Nova on it already, 
you get six seconds shaved off the cooldown, and that stacks if you hit oh, multiple wait. targets. So you can kind of chain them together. Does that well? Wait, does that mean if you like have if you have five people and you've hit a five person person uh, by poison nova? That's that skill. And then you just hit all five with a Q. It's just instantly back up again. Mm-hmm. You could just keep casting it. So just until you run out of mana. Sure. I like it. Why not? Sure. sure. Why not? Why not? Have some fun. Have some self-respect. Sure. <laughs> My second idea is called We Need Words. So hold on to your seat. Did you just change I, the I name? I swear, like, you can check the editing log. I actually had that there before the podcast. Ha. Huh. Likely story, Nick. Likely story. <laughs> That's not good our Veno impressions yet. We, we have plenty to go. Whenever a unit affected by Poison Nova dies, it spawns a Goop Ward, which has two times the Ooh. attack and HP of the current level of Plague Ward. And it can cast a quarter value of everything Venomous Gale at the closest enemy target in range every, you know, few seconds, like the normal cooldown. If a hero is killed, a Super Gooper Trooper spawns instead, which has a full Venomous Gale, full values, three times the current level of Plague Ward stats, and it can move so it will follow the closest enemy unit, which prioritizes heroes. I don't know if it should move, personally, but otherwise I think that idea is super cool. I mean, how often do you kill somebody? Hmm. As Venomancer? All the time. All the fucking time. Yep. I get so many kills on Venomancer. So many times you're the last tick. Yep. I don't know. That's true. It, yeah. You know. What? I think it's a cool idea. Well, uh, thank you. My other idea is very simple. Uh, pl- your Plague Wards now benefit from all orb effects. <laughs> what the fuck? So if you have a Scotty, your Plague Ward has Scotty. If you get a Maelstrom... <laughs> They get Maelstrom. <laughs> sure, why not? I don't see what's wrong with this at all. <laughs> I mean, good. you know, 4,200 gold, why not? Yeah. Trash item. Just the effect, not the stats. Like, they're not going to get super tanky because of Scotty. They're just going to be unbearably They're just going to be slow. spitting poison and lightning everywhere. You know. Yeah, sure. You know, you like know, you do. As you do. Casually. <laughs> So why don't you start running through some of your items? I think mine mine are a little subpar for me. They're they're okay, oh. but they're not up to my normal bullshit expectations, shall we say? Uh, uh yeah, I actually went kind of all out on this one. Um, so I want to first get out of the way one of these items because all the others fit a certain criteria. Um, this first item is called the flickering flame, and I wanted it to replace the recipe for radiance. So it's like a mini Radiance. The way this one works is uh, ra- uh, Radiance does uh, 60 damage per second and I think 40 per second on Illusions. Yep. This does 30 per second, 15 on Illusions, but there are a few caveats. One, it's magical HP removal, which basically just means it's not going to turn off your Blink Dagger. Hmm. Interesting. And two, it only burns targets above 50% HP. So you can burn them down to half and then it stops burning them. So you can't use it to just send illusions to farm waves after getting, you know, 1,350 gold. It'll Um, push them, but it won't farm them. Sure, sure. It'll push, but it's not just like an instant, you know, crazy farm item. And also, I was thinking about how this stacks with Radiance. Um, 
and I think probably if if you have two on the if you have one of each on the team, it does. But I think probably the stronger aura just takes precedent. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Why not two radiances? One and a half radiance. Well, we're getting to that, right? No. Um. So I have four other items, and all of these items have a, a theme, which is that they're all named and themed after pro players that are of of old, right? Not like. Um, so let's, let's take the first one, right? The first one uses the flickering flame as an ingredient. It is called the burning brand. It is named after, I'm sorry if I butcher your name, sir, Zhu Gilei, aka burning. And it is a combination of a chrysalis and a flickering flame. Okay. It basically, it has the stats of a chrysalis and probably a little bit more. I don't, I didn't really come up with stats so much for these very much, yeah. um, but its effect, it does a, a third, it does the same kind of radiance burn as the flickering flame, like 30 and 15, only it actually is a radiance, not HP removal. Um, and then when you crit someone with this, with this item, that target becomes a source of a 120 damage per second radiance burn to themselves and their allies for five seconds. Five seconds? Mm hmm. Five seconds? Is that too long? Five I know that's a lot of damage. Radiance does a lot of damage uh, over 600 time. 600 damage? And an AoE for a chrysalis and a 1400 gold on? 1500? We could add a recipe. Should we add a recipe? I think you gotta add a recipe. Okay, how much, how the, how much should the recipe be? I'm making changes as we uh, go here. 600 magic damage? Only when you crit. I mean, how, think about how... Uh, 3000 gold? <laughs> What? 3,000 gold recipe? Is there, there's no other item in the game that gives you that kind of magic damage in an AoE. You'd have to buy, like, un, okay. for your okay. entire okay. team, Nick, five Dagon level threes. Hold on a sec. Okay. Three seconds. That better? 100 three magic seconds. Damage. 100, 100 magic DPS. for three seconds? Yeah. Okay. I'll okay. Deal. And a, res- and a recipe of, let's say, eight. One, one mm. K. One K, one K, one K. Deal sold. We'll push it, and it's in in the game. Okay, so that item is is four thousand four hundred gold in total. Perfect. The so there's my there's my burning tribute item. Um, I have Actor's gloves, which is named after Joachim Actor Hall, aka Ak. Mm. Uh, this is an item for supports. I I intended it for supports, though you could do it for anyone, I guess. You know, this is Dota. You can buy whatever you want on anyone. Um, it is made out of a wind lace, a sage's mask, and a recipe. And it has the stats that you would assume from that. And what it does is, you, um, it has one charge, which you cast on a, uh, on a allied hero. And then when you are moving toward that allied hero, you move faster. Hmm. So my thinking was, like, a wind lace is an item a, a support wants. A lot of the time they want regen. You combine it with a sage's mask, and you cast this on, let's say, your carry, and you are now faster if you need to rush to their aid. Okay. That was my thinking. I, I can do... Can it work on enemies? Uh, Like, can you cast it on enemies? Yeah. I want to say no... But what if you get half effect? How about um? I mean, I, I was thinking it was permanent. Is the thing? 
Like you cast it on on a friend just for the rest of the game. And if you want to buy a new recipe, then your charge is refunded and you don't have it on the person you originally had it on anymore, but you can cast it on a new person. Okay. Okay. It seemed a little bit too league to me for some reason, but I think I can dig it. Uh, you're not going to like my other ideas then. Oh, boy. Cause, here, here uh, let me get one of mine out of the way. Sure, sure. And then oh, we'll just... let me actually, hang on, real quick. I okay. need to drop my, my lore tidbits, my little oh, flavor yes, text flavors. for these. Uh, the Flickering Flames flavor text is, This enchanted flame once lit the alarm braziers of the Northern Kingdoms. Mm. The Burning Brands flavor text is, This old flame still burns as hot as the day it was sparked. And then the Octor's Gloves is a memento from a fabled sorcerer knight. Very nice. Probably better than many of the new items because they really <laughs> dropped the ball on the flavor. <laughs> true. Because they true. don't have any writers anymore. So I have Iron Lance. This being asymmetry, there's a little bit of dire radiant crap that is going to go on. So Iron Lance, it's a little bit like Iron Talon. It's built out of a uh, coiling blade and, hmm. I did not decide on the second item. <laughs> How about a... Hmm. 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 Nothing much fits. Quelling blade and a blade of attack. And it gives the, the stats you would expect from that. However, it also gives pierce to attacks against creeps or neutrals, which deals a percentage of your attack in a small line behind your target. I think hmm. maybe on a custom hero we did, I had this mechanic in here as well. Pierce. So it's like... A very small uh, radius cleave, basically. However, in the Dire Jungle, if you have this item, the Neutro Aggro range, basically, you know, when you walk by creeps in the jungle sometimes and they just randomly sure. start smacking you, that range sure. is tripled. So that oh. means it's... You can't just, like, instantly do a pentastack this way. However... When you're just walking through the jungle, things are going to attack you more in the dire side of the map. Doesn't matter what t uh, team you're actually on, it's just in that jungle. In the Radiant Jungle, neutrals gain a little bit of lifesteal against you. Like those really annoying uh, Prowlers? Prowler yeah. Ancients, basically. Yeah. that. So it's going to make it a little bit harder if you let them attack you for you to kill them. However, you have this pierce now. I don't know why I made another jungler item. But I, it just it came about. All right. That sounds interesting. And next up is the Leaky Pipe. This is just a straight-up 300 gold item. Hmm. Hmm. No, this is a 500 gold item. It's a consumable. Leaky Pipe has an active ability that plugs up the miniature fountains known as shrines on the map. Mm. Basically, when you place it on an enemy shrine, that shrine gains an invisible debuff that lasts for three minutes and activates when the enemy uses their shrine. A burst of damage is dealt in an AoE initially. However, the damage is also recovered over time as the shrine restores as usual. This that way, that sounds if like oof. hmm. What does it sound That's like? That's really strong. Um, what I was gonna okay. No, please finish your idea. I'm sorry. I mean, this way, if you know, you might actually get a kill with this. It's not a lot of damage, but it is a instant tick of damage when you go to a shrine. And it's 500 gold, so it's a huge commitment for, like, a support early game. So, like, you know, the first four-minute, five-minute shrine as, like, an offlane or something, if you're super low, it's probably not going to be on there. However, 
maybe later in the game, if you're super low and you're like, oh, i got to run to this shrine to save, save me, you might die to this if you don't have a teammate there to trigger it first, and then you can walk in hmm. to the, the Restoration Mage. I mean, so here was, here was my counter-proposal, right? When you plug up the shrine, it, it, as you say, it lasts the same three minutes, and if during that time someone uses that shrine they are immediately revealed on the map to the enemy for, um, you know, for like, I don't know, 10 seconds or something, and no healing of any kind is done. See, that seems even... That seems more OP to me. It it seems it seems more OP, but it seems less savage because it's not going to murder you. <laughs> it might I mean, you all killed, you have to do but... is have a teammate, or, like, it's not a It's not like a five techie stack five mind techie stack i imagine like two to three hundred magic damage Hmm. so like if you have you know 200 something hp you're totally fine you'll heal up to the same exact amount however if you're like super super low and you think oh sweet i just juked i'm gonna just smack the shrine real quick nope you're screwed. And it makes it a little bit harder to fight at that shrine, too, because if someone chases you up, you know, you're going to heal up that amount over the restoration time, but you're going to be lower for a bit. Because hmm. okay. I feel like removing a shrine is kind of like, oh, oh, that's sad. I mean, it'll come back. You just wasted the cooldown. Yeah. I mean, but, it's five minutes. Yeah, no, mm, you're right. That's that's pretty harsh. That's basically um, what Darkseer has to do with. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's all right. so that that's what that's I bring cool. to the table. So okay, I have two last items for you then, and these items are different because they uh, one of them you can only buy if you're a dire hero, and one of them you can only buy if you're a radiant hero. Okay, and these items were intentionally designed to make high grounding more viable okay. because this meta is killing me. Yeah. Um, the first one is called the Regalia of the King. Which is named for Bifan, or as you might know him, ROTK, which is also the same acronym of the, as the item. Uh, it is made from a null talisman, a bracer, a wraith band, and a recipe. I don't know how much the recipe costs. Hmm. Um, I was thinking it gives you probably plus seven to every stat. Hmm. And what it does is it's active is that it places a banner, but you can only place it within 1500 units of an enemy building. And what it does is it grants allied units spell resistance and bonus damage against buildings. Interesting. So yeah. it is a late game base cracker item. And which which team can you buy this on? Which side? Only Dire only can dire. buy it. Okay. So you can only Dire can use it against Radiant. Hmm. Interesting. How so? Like how much total gold would this type of thing be? I don't know. Okay. I was kind of torn on this because it seems. It I seems guess it very depends on good. the stats, right? Um, as, as I said, I think, I think it's probably plus seven to everything. Um, and so like the, the four components together, that's, that's about 1500 gold. Um, I was thinking maybe another thousand on top of that. That's probably still too good. I mean, I that's think barely it, more it than it totally depends work. on what magic resist and bonus damage you get. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to, I'm going to say 1300 gold recipe and make it okay. decent stats, but not like crazy. Um, yeah, I could, I could like that. That's, and it has like a a long cooldown or something on the item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Actual flag. yeah, 
definitely okay. all on cooldown. Yeah. Um, and the flavor text of that one is one of the war banners of a famous general king of a great kingdom. Yeah, I like that. That's like, it's a utility item, but it gets you. It's it's helping you win the game. It's one of the most mm-hmm. important utilities you can have. I was thinking of it as being a late game support item, but there would be situations where cores would pick it up too, and I think that's fine. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you rush it, it could be, you know, it's a typical thing you do on a core is like, hey, this is a mid or an early game item. Maybe that is a good idea. Maybe I should just go for the or, huge Or thing. maybe it's maybe it's a lichen item. Maybe lichen <laughs> builds it all the time More because it would be really good on lichen. Oh, yes. um, or nature's profit. Oh, it'd be rat, gross rat, on rat. nature's profit. I'm down with it. Rat's yep. great. Um we fully endorse so the, the rat. The radiant item is the Wei Song, which uh, is named after Wei Sing Yuan, a.k.a. Sing Sing. Hmm. Uh, flavor text is, the sword was the constant companion of a famous warrior who retired to the life of an entertainer. <laughs> oh, because he, he sings all of our, uh, our ad spots, right? Sing Sing? Oh, that's Sing Sing Sing. That's a different guy. Uh, oh, okay. He doesn't have an item in the game yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so what this does is it's an upgrade to Maelstrom. Um and it gives, um, so for people who don't know, Mjolnir has a better chain lightning than Maelstrom by a little bit. Hmm. Um, so this gives it that. Um, it also has some stats on it. And also, when you are firing uphill, your chain lightning works a little differently. Which is that the first target you hit, even if it's a building, is struck by a bolt of lightning from the sky like a Zeus W almost. It doesn't mini-stun, but it does a burst of, of pretty decent damage even to buildings. So it's actually a downhill advantage. You are more powerful with this item when you are downhill. Okay. And it's uh, I had it down as being 5,200 gold because it's Maelstrom plus Ultimate Orb plus Recipe. Uh-huh. Huh. That is that is a big commitment. For... It's also an item that maybe a Wind Ranger would get. I yeah, I had that, <laughs> another upgrade to Maelstrom. This seems like something Colin's talked about before. Wanting on one another. Uh-huh. It would help you high ground, and it would literally nothing ground. else. I mean, I mean, maybe well, a shrine it would help with. It also has better stats on it. Yeah, because it has ultimate orb stats. Yeah. So it's. I mean, like it's. Okay. I don't want it to be like I want it to be um, an upgrade to the maelstrom when you have a maelstrom and you don't know what else to do with it. You need mm-hmm. more slots, or when you're like, we're really just it. having trouble high grounding. Okay, yeah, no, I could like so, that where it's like you don't necessarily use that unique part of it. I mean, the other thing you could do is make it so that the um, the like the stronger version of the chain lightning with a bolt from the sky has a chance of happening, like a chance within a chance. What about a cool when you're on even ground? What about, like, you can activate it and for 10 seconds you have that? But what about the uphill thing? Or otherwise it's for just free, a good item. you have that. So you have oh, that so all the time, you and can a- you can, a- there's like an active. Activate it for yeah. to work on level ground? Yep. I like that, but that's good. for the cooldown, you lose the uphill. Exactly, like League of Legends. Hey. You're thinking like League of Legends now, Oh, right? no. <laughs> oh, no. Though, to be fair, also Spirit Breakers W does that, so it's fine. I need a passive... Or I need a patch. Give me a passive too. Maybe I, I just need another passive ability. I need Ice Frog to patch me. Patch huh. me. So those are those are my items for this week. Um, nice, good yeah. work. I I thought like 
I try not to go too clowny with these. I wanted stuff that actually seemed like, you know. No, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. If you're going to do the idea of having items available to only a Radiant or Dire, they have to be kind of situational. And even, like, I mean, okay, let's be honest. I think the Way Song is cool, that, like, that Maelstrom upgrade. But I think the Regalia of the King, the, like, the banner yeah. that buffs your units, is going to be way more useful. Yeah. Um, like, to the point that it might actually create a, a balance problem. Um, you know. <laughs> so. Hmm. Just, just toss and shit what around, folks. What about you can buy it from... Oh, here we go. You can buy it from the dire side shops. That, yes, I like that a lot. You have to buy them from their respective shops, but so like, like it has because they both mm-hmm. they both include a recipe, and the recipe is only sold in their respective home fountain yes. shop. But you can still get it if you want to, like you know, sneak in. Yep. <laughs> if you're a nature's prop fit or a lichen who could just run it. Oh, here we go. We're gonna bring rat back single handedly. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh my gosh. Or if you're a techie's on the way to get a gem, and you're like, well, while well, I'm here. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Are you... you don't know about this? No. Uh, okay, here's a classic techie's trick, folks. If you have a blink dagger on your own techie's, which, by the way, modern techie's blink dagger's not a bad idea, and uh, you need to get a gem from their fountain, or, I mean, anyone needs to get a gem from their fountain, really. You need a blink dagger, you need a smoke. What you do is you blink through the trees up to where they're near their fountain is. You smoke yourself when you know there's no one else there. You walk up the fountain, you pick up the gem. Because walking into the fountain with a smoke on doesn't break the smoke, and then you can just TP out. But but why is techies? Because usually it has to because usually if there are that many gems and they're that prized, it's because there are mines around. Oh okay. it's just techies is usually usually the one in that position. That's okay. all. It's also, not. It's, there's nothing actually built particular to techies. About blink that. dagger on techies. Yeah, it's Why? great. Why? I'll link you a video. It's good. But wh- you Don't already have that. like an Earthshaker Ags for mobility, and the cast time on that's way too slow. Well, and yeah, but that means like if you blink in, you. then you can't use it. Like you're not going to get off the seven second silence. Maybe it'll help you get into a better position to cast that though. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. okay. And also, you can ward in more unexpected locations if they don't see you enter. True. Okay. okay. I accept it. I guess maybe I'll have to play more techies games to find out. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's what this is doing to us, is, is Nick and I are going to go on a spree of spamming we're gonna Venomancer become, and techies. We're going to become Venom and techies mains. Oh, oh no. What's what's the ship name for Veno techies? Is it Vekis? Uh, ten, Tenno? Tenno. Tenno or Vecchi. Hmm. Let us know. Hashtag at BottleCrow.com. At BottleCrow.com. Just put that into your browser. www.atbottlecrowgmail.com slash forward slash HTTPS colon BottleCrow at Colin. And then do hashtag Tenno or hashtag Vecchi's. I don't think any of that's going to work. Um... But I think it might be Techmancer. Thank you, folks, for listening. It's been a great episode. We're all we're very excited to talk to you about nothing in particular. We'll figure out something better to do for next week. I think this was fun. Fuck, man. We, we can't do a part three. Colin, we would die. Yes, you're forgetting a key event that happened this week. Before we go, this is a bonus extra clip for everybody who's already turned off their podcatcher, like forty minutes ago. Hopefully, okay. you did some bonus research for us this week. 
That's true. We I got did. some follow-up. T- take it away. Folks, um, so there's a small store in the town I live in called the Cheese Cave. <laughs> really? Really. You in uh, California. And you know what the Cheese Marvel. Cave sells? They sell cheeses. They sell, you know, artisanal cheeses. So I went down there. Do you there, see this shit? What's and happening? I popped my head in. And I looked around, and I looked at the various cheeses, and I was like, Excuse me, sir. I would like a quarter pound of manchego, please. And I took home a nice Spanish manchego. Cheese milk and manchego. It was fucking expensive for cheese. <laughs> like, seriously, this stuff's like $24 a pound. The cheese gave, I, man. I, yeah. Listen, prices around here. But um, So I took it home. I opened up that package, and I have a few things to report. One, okay. I didn't know if I was going to like this. It's a good cheese. I like it. It's kind of like it's like a has like a nutty flavor up front, and it sort of slowly turns into more of like a Parmesan tail. It's nice. It's a complex mm. flavor. I don't think you're going to want to put it on like a, a pasta or like a sandwich. You could have it with a cracker, or you could just have it by itself. It's one of those you know those more those complex cheeses. You want to kind of savor. Mm. Um, but here's the bad news: it's definitely not the cheese they had at the International. No way. This is a very dry, Why? hard trees. It was like darker colored than the one at the the one at the international. Clearly had like a creamy texture. There is nothing yeah. creamy about this. Did it? Did it have like a smell like we thought it might based on the icon? Um, my smell? nose is really not much of a thing. Um, I, I I have a, a lot of trouble smelling things, so okay. I am not so much the person to ask. But like, okay. I mean, it smelled kind of like parmesan. Did you get but complaints when you walked strong. around with it? I did not. Okay. I did not. So I don't think it had much of a smell. Did you gain 1,400 HP in mana when you ate it? Hmm. No. No, I don't. I don't. Well, I hadn't spent any, so. Oh, hmm. Yep, you got to, like, chop off an arm next time. I've got a little bit left. I could try and, like, I don't know, like, like, Can you, like cast... my finger with a needle or something. I mean, what even, what have you leveled so far? Um, I mean, crippling depression. That's a self-cast. You know. And an AoE. (laughs) It's like DGen Aura. Uh, Oh, boy. We need a patch. Please give us Uh, a patch. I will say, though, fun fact, the rind on that shit is like hard as a rock. I really did not appreciate the rind on that cheese. That was not great. I mean, I I would think generally on artisanal cheeses, they leave the rind on because it's, you know, artisanal. But it probably isn't something to be eaten. But I don't know. I, I... it, de- it seems like it depends on the cheese. A lot of them, they expect you to enjoy the rind as part of the experience. Really? I think maybe this is not one of them because the rind fucking sucked. I mean, it's it's it is aged, right? Yeah, it's yeah because it's got that funkiness to it. I mm. don't know. I mean, I'm not a cheese caveman myself, so maybe I need to do some research. I should Manchego, Philadelphia, Manchego. <laughs> You're going to get pictures of a Philly with Manchego on it. That's going to be gross. <laughs> Better than fucking Cheese Whiz. Please. Actually, that, might be, that might be pretty good. De Bruno might be a little too much. Manchego? They do. I could probably. Uh, well, I might find some. We'll see. Folks, we're going to do more research. we gotta, we got to track down this cheese business. This is going to be an ongoing project, and I can't promise we'll update you every week. But this is going to be an ongoing thing for us. We're going to try and figure out this cheese situation. Colin, Colin, I'm so sorry. Please take us out after this so I stop looking this up. But I'm on the De Bruno Brothers website, and the quick overview says smooth and meltable. 
the taste of tradition mixed with comfort and pure simple bliss. It sounds like this is this is a smoother and a more meltable, like a fondueable cheese. Did I get a? More, I might have gotten a more rough. Manch- I mean, I'm sure there are different. As I say, I'm I got Manchego sure. El Trigal. Perhaps a different variant of Manchego would serve you more. I, I will hopefully be back with more info next week. Interesting. The th- the plot thickens, and folks. That's all that's going to thicken, because this podcast is over. Thank you so much for listening. You can give us a rating or review on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. We would greatly appreciate that. You could also tell your Dota-playing friends about us and, and have them give us a listen. If you want to give us any feedback or have any questions or comments for us, you can send an email to bottlecrowreborn at gmail.com or colin at bottlecrow.com. You could also find us on Twitter at at bottlecrow. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Pomodi for use of our Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is our intro and outro here on the show. Uh, I don't know if it's still going to be going by the time this podcast comes out, but at the moment there is a sale on the Harmonies of New Bloom music pack in Dota 2. Hey. I think it's like $2, and it's a really good music Damn. pack. You should check it out. I also want to give a big thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Svimmy, who did our podcast art. Uh, you can find more commissions and stuff if you want to do that, or you just want to admire the art that she's done. You can find her on Twitter at at Svimmy or at Patreon at patreon.com slash Svimmy. Thanks so much, folks. We'll see you next time. Peace we out. Lost. I don't know, Nick. I think we won. <laughs>